Yo, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it is, welcome. Welcome to the Dunamis Experience Bible Study Podcast. Listen, I'm super duper excited. I heard this one guy say he is Red Bull excited. Listen, I am Red Bull excited that this is the first of many DE podcasts. Listen, I think this is going to be amazing. Not just because it's for young people, but because it's for anybody. It's for your mom, it's for your dad, it's for your uncle, it's for your cousin. Listen, anybody can learn from this podcast. And it's not just going to be me that's going to be speaking. It's going to be other ministers, other young elders that's going to come on and teach the word of God. So listen, share this with your people, your homies, your family, your friends. Share it on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can share it, share it. So get your pencil and get your paper ready because I'm ready. So let's get started. So can I be honest? For the last 10 years, I've been asking God and I've been asking myself this question. What is my purpose? What is my calling? What is God's plan for my life? What is it? Because nobody wants to get old, be sitting in a rocking chair, watching reruns of Martin and asking the question, what if? What if I went to college? What if I opened that business? What if I would have, you know, walked into my calling? This is the biggest question that I that I see young people asking God. What is the plan for my life? So today I have three points on how to find your calling. And I learned these through my life, how to find your calling, how to find your purpose, how to find what God has for you. Listen, so point number one, write it down, take a picture, remember it. Point number one is ask God. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. So listen, God already knows your beginning from your end. God has already written your life story. God is trying to give you your future. So God should be the first person that you ask about your purpose, about your calling. Not your mom, not your dad, not your friends. But it should be God who you ask, what is my calling? What is my purpose? And I think a lot of us, a lot of us do ask God. A lot of us go in prayer and ask God, listen, what is my calling? What is my purpose? I I know I would. I know I've asked him plenty of times. Listen, God, what, what is my calling? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? What did you put me on this earth to do? But I didn't get an answer. And I would ask again, God, what is it that I should be doing with my life? And to be silenced. And, and then I go knock on the door. The Bible says knock and the door will open. So I would knock on the door. And I ask God, listen, God, what is my purpose in here? 
say nothing. And that's where it gets frustrating. Because we believe that if I ask God, he should answer me back. If I ask him a question, the proper thing to do is to answer me back. But I have realized that you cannot put God in a box. You cannot put God answering methods in a box. I remember the story about Hezekiah. God told his prophet, yo, prophet, listen, I want you to go down to Hezekiah and let him know to get his house in order because it's about to be over. I'm about to call him home. The prophet went down to Hezekiah. He said, yo, listen, God just told me, get your house in order. You're about to surely die. Hezekiah said, okay, cool. When the prophet left, Hezekiah turned to the wall and started praying and saying, look, Jesus, God. I did this, I did this, I did this for you, I did that for you. And the Bible says that God spoke to the prophet. He didn't speak to Hezekiah. And I would think he would speak to Hezekiah because Hezekiah was the one that was having a conversation with God. Not the prophet, but God spoke to the prophet, that's why you cannot put God methods, God answering methods in a box. God will use anything. You can go check out Moses. God used a burning bush to speak to Moses. So listen, you have to keep your mind, you have to keep your eyes open because God can use a conversation that you have with somebody. God can use a book that you're reading. God can use Facebook, Instagram. You can be flipping through Facebook and Instagram and something may, you know, catch your eye. You might say, hmm, that, that might be something that I can do. You can be watching a YouTube video and you'd be like, something just leaped up inside of me while watching this person do makeup. Something just leaped up inside of me while watching this person pray for somebody. Something just leaped up inside of me by watching this person cook. Listen, you cannot put God's answering methods because he can use anything to answer your question. So I want to ask you a question. Have you already missed your answer? Because God's way of communicating was not what you were expecting. Have your question already been answered by something or someone else? And you missed it because you was waiting on God to answer you face to face. Listen, point number one, ask God. But do not put his answering methods in a box. Listen, point number two. Your friends should be active listeners and watchers. Your friends should be active listeners and watchers. What I mean by active listeners and watchers, these are people that watch you. And and they and they can see your strengths and they can see your weaknesses and, and they can see the gifts and the talents they are that are inside of you. They can see when you get 
overly excited about things that you talk about. They can see when your eyes light up about things that, you know, about certain topics that you talk about, certain things that come on TV. They they are active listeners. They are active watchers. They are paying attention. They are paying attention to you to see things that can push you to your next level. They can push you to your gifts. They can push you to your uh, purpose. They can push you into your calling. You must surround yourself by active listeners and watchers. The problem is we have surrounded ourselves with people that are just there. They have no vision. They have no insight. They have no goals. They're not trying to develop themselves. They're spending money on unnecessary things. All they want to do is live for the now. And when the future comes, they'll handle it then. All they're, all they're looking for is a good Friday night, just got paid type of person. That, that's who we surround ourselves with. And for some crazy reason, we spend most of our time around these people that can't do nothing for us. We spend our time around people that are not active listeners that are not active watchers, that are not pouring anything in us. You should be around. You should surround yourself with people that are going to push you towards what God has in store for you. Do not spend your time with partiers. Spend your time with movers and shakers, people that can see inside of you, people that can see your talents, people that can see your gift, people that are actively watching you, and you can go to them and say, what are my gifts? What do you see inside of me? Those are the people that you need to surround yourself with. Not the partiers, not the people that just want to have fun on Friday nights and Saturday nights. Surround yourself with people that are visionaries, people that can see into the future, people that sees more inside of you, people that are not worried about what you are doing now, but can see you moving forward. Those are the people that you need to surround yourself with. Proverbs 13 and 20 says, he who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Proverbs 12 and 26. The righteous chooses his or her friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Listen, I was talking to a couple of the collegiate and I was telling them, I, I wish I had somebody wise around me when I was in college. And I want to tell this to all college students. If you are going after a business, if you have a business in mind, if you think you're going to be an entrepreneur, if you already have something in mind, listen, use the money that the colleges are giving you. After you have paid your fees, after you have paid your books off, do not go spend your money on clothes, shoes, Netflix, Hulu. Do not go waste your money. If you have a business idea, take that free money that you are getting from the school, that you are getting from the government. Take that free money and invest it into a business. I wish 
I had somebody wise around me when I was young, when I was in college, getting all that free money and not spending it on unnecessary things. I could be further than I am now if I would have had wise friends around me. Listen, who you walk with will determine how far you will go in life. Walk with people that sees more. They are walking forward. They are not in a cycle. They are not in a circle. But people that are moving forward. Point number three, and I'm going to get on out your way. I'm hoping this is helping somebody. Listen, point number three. Your purpose will sometimes be connected to something that you do not enjoy doing. To be blunt about it, something that you hate doing. For me, I love helping people. That's my ministry. That's what I'm called to do. I I, I, I love pushing people forward. I love looking at people and seeing them growing. You know, if I see someone going around and around in circles, I'm going to be one of the ones that's going to try to get you out of that cycle. But I hate speaking. I, I I hate speaking in front of people. I don't like doing it. You know, I, I used to make every excuse in the book to try to get out of speaking in front of people. But I realized for me to walk into my purpose, for me to walk in my full potential, I have to face my fear. I have to face what looks big in my eyes, what look like a giant in my eyes, but it's small in God's eyes. I, I have to realize and understand that God called me to do this and he called me. Therefore, I am already equipped to do it. I, I don't have to lean on my own strengths. I don't have to lean on my own understandings, but I'm leaning on God. See, th that's what happened to Moses. He made all the excuses in the book because he was trying to operate on his own gifts and not God. He saw his weaknesses and failures, but God saw more. God saw more inside of Moses that if I can get you to stop thinking about yourself, if I can stop, if I can get you to stop thinking about your weaknesses, if I can stop you from thinking about your mistakes, if I can stop you from thinking about you having a baby out of wedlock or you, you know, flunking out of school or you're not making the best uh, decisions in life. If I can stop you from thinking about that and you focus on me, if you focus on God, if you focus on your abilities in Christ, if you focus on your strength in Christ, if you focus on leaning on God in Christ. I can push you to your destiny. I can push you to your purpose. You'll move towards your purpose if you do not focus on your mistakes and failures like Moses did. Listen, you have to get to the point that you understand that God has called me. God has given me these gifts and talents so I am enough now, listen, it doesn't mean that you will not be nervous. It doesn't mean that you will not feel afraid. What this means is that you should not live your life in fear. 
God has not given me the spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. You have been called, so do not fear. I love Ephesians 2 and 10 in New Living Translation. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So there's a plan for each and every one of us. So do not be afraid or fearful. Because God has already overcome. Do not be afraid. Walk in what God has already called you. Do not be, be, be. Do not be is a decision that you need to make. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord thou God is with you wherever you go. Do, do not be. Listen, this is a God's plan. This is a God's dream. Walk in it. Overcome your fear. Because the moment that you overcome your fear, the devil is already defeated. You can walk into your calling. You can walk into your purpose. Once you forget, once you overcome, once you move past your fears, once you move past your failures. And side note, I just want to say this. Listen, there may be tens of thousands of people doing what you want to do. There may be a, a shelf on every corner. There may be a preacher in every church. There may be a, a tech, an IT tech in every field. There, there, there may be a, a, a daycare business up and running on every corner. They, they, there may be a singer already singing. There may be a musician that's already playing. But I have come to realize that they are not you. They don't have your swag. They don't have your skills. They don't have your personality. Listen, there is only one you. Remember that. There is only one you. So to recap. Number one. Ask God, but do not box his methods in. Number two. Surround yourself with friends that are active listeners and active watchers. Number three, sometimes what you are called to do, your purpose is connected to something that you dislike doing. Listen, I hope that helped you. I, I, I hope you enjoyed our first ever DE podcast Listen, again, share this with your homies, with your friends, with your family, with your people. Facebook, Instagram, listen, we're just trying to help people. We're trying to push people. Iron sharpens iron. Listen, love, peace, chicken grease. We out of here.